All week we've been talking about uh, the great organization Let It Be Us. It's a nonprofit that's dedicated to changing the landscape of foster care and adoption in Illinois. Their mission is to inspire foster care and adoption. Adoption. Of course, we have a show connection to Let It Be Us, and that is the Ross Cochran. Oh, Hi, Ross. Be. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm happy sorry to be your here. dad's not here yeah, for you. No, it's a. Um, it's the only time in my life he's ever let me down. <laughs> I'm sure you'll you'll not let him uh, forget. Oh it. yeah, no, no, we're not. Yeah, we're can you starting. elaborate a little bit on Let It Be Us? Yeah, so Let It Be Us is a. Um, at our core, we are a recruiting and a marketing agency. Uh, we are advocates for children in foster care in the state of Illinois. Uh, we exist to bridge the, the some of the communication gaps that come up um, so that children who need homes are able to uh, be connected to parents who are ready, willing, and able to love them. We equip and engage new foster parents, um, and we also host the marketing side of the Heart Gallery with our partners at DCFS and the Center of Law and Social Work uh, for children who are already available for adoption. You've brought a couple of guests in with you today, including yes. uh, Ken Hoving, um, and you are an adoptee. That's correct. And uh, how did you get involved with Let It Be Us? Um, it started actually not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan Stoga, who has kids that go through Barrington High School where I where I work, um, I kind of found out through other people that she uh, was involved in this, and so it kind of piqued my interest. I kind of waited for a while to find the right time to bring it up to her, and then I kind of mentioned, said, "Hey, I, I know you're involved in this. Just want to let you know my kind of history." And as soon as I said it, she immediately jumped and said, "Okay, well, can, can we can we talk more?" And then told me what it was about, and then I went and spoke at uh, one of their mm-hmm. functions. Um, I, it obviously went well. And uh, then she's <laughs> like, hey, we'd actually have other things if you're interested. And I said, absolutely. I'd, if I can share my story and help others, it's, I'd love to. We'd love to hear a little bit about your story. Okay. You were not. Uh, you were in the foster care system, and how old were you when you entered it? I was about four years old. So I was, uh, myself and my four other siblings were removed from our home uh, around age four, four and a half. Um, and put, we were actually went to a place called Hepzibah, which is in Oak Park, a nice uh, a home there. And from there, went a variety of different foster homes for a while. And uh, my twin and I ended up actually, ended up in a home, um, which ended up adopting us. But we didn't actually get adopted till age 14. So just before high school started. Wow. Okay. We're going to hear more about Ken's story and more about Let It Be Us. So keep it right here on WGN 720. Ken Hoving and Ross Cochran, both affiliated with Let It Be Us, a nonprofit organization dedicated to changing the landscape of foster care and adoption in Illinois. Before we continue with your story, Ken, you have two special guests that we need to introduce. Um, Would you like to introduce them? Absolutely. So right here I have Alexa, who's four. Can you say hi, Alexa? Hi. And then Julia, who's seven. Hi. Hi, Julia. Hi, Alexa. Are you excited to be here today? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And how are you guys related? Oh, these are my daughters. That's right. Are you proud of your dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you love most about your dad? He's funny. Um, he tricked us to going to Florida. He tricked you to going to Florida? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good trick. We were at um, North Carolina, and then like um, he like tricked us, and then um, he said, my dad said that we were gonna be at um, our neighbor's dad um, work, but we were, but we wasn't. And then when I looked behind us, I saw my friend Molly, and then um, 
And then when my dad did, when my dad pointed out the window, I saw the castle, and then I started screaming. Which castle is this, Dad? Uh, this is the main castle at United Kingdom. Fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Sounds like a good dad. Yeah. Um, a lot of kudo points from us. But you, your story is pretty incredible. You entered the foster care system at age four with your twin brother, and then you were adopted at age 14. Correct. That was 10 years. Can you describe a little bit about the transition from being in foster care to finally finding a family and uh, being adopted? Yes. I mean, obviously, we were, I'd say, in the lucky minority. Um, we were at Hepzibah in that uh, in that home for probably about a year, year and a half-ish, going different different homes. Um, and obviously, none of them seemed to work out. And then after about that year, year and a half mark, we ended up with the family that we ended up with for adoption um they took us in and we were there for quite a long time we weren't sure what was happening um but then over time by the time we got to like i said age 14 they decided to ask us and give us the choice on whether or not we wanted to be adopted and of course we both chose that route um i'm sure this can't be uh, stated enough but how much did it change your life uh, i would not be where i'm at today um with my family my career i think everything pretty much involves around you know them taking a chance on my twin and i and to be honest, to take a chance on two people is is rare, especially with twins. But um, my career alone, I mean, the opportunities that I have had growing up and being able to go to a nice high school, go to college, um, biologically the only one to go to college and graduate. You have two master's degrees. Correct. <laughs> and I'm actually starting my third one in January. Wow. Overachiever much. <laughs> yeah. Well. So if someone's listening right now, and I do think that you have to have a sense of calling in order to go into uh, the foster care and, and program, uh, what would you just say to somebody that's feeling like, man, I feel like I could do this, but I just don't feel like things are quite in place right now? What would you say to them? I would say it's definitely a risk. It's always a risk going into the foster, especially the foster to adopt, because you don't know each time. Um, and I think a lot of people get turned off if they take that risk and it doesn't work out. Both parties have to be ready when that time comes. It's mm. They're coming in with baggage that you won't understand. And being able to be patient and communicate through that and understand it is is the hardest part. Because um, for us, obviously, we went through some homes before we ended up where we ended up. But it, it, it took time. And we knew that it's almost like you're interviewing each other. <laughs> it's a long-term interview. You're interviewing them. They're interviewing you. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't mean either side is wrong. It just means it wasn't time. Last word, Russ. I know it's got to be rewarding if yeah. you do do it. Oh, my it. gosh. Yeah. No, I just, you know, one of the things that why we find that Let Be Us Ken's story so valuable is that um, it helps break down the most common misconception that a child who's in foster care is uh, never going to be able to be a leader in their community, never be going to be able to have a great family of their own. You know, by taking a chance on a child like that, uh, you're able to make a leader um, in their community like Ken possible. And where can people find more information? Uh, let it be us.org. Okay. Thank you so much to Ross. Ross Cochran and to Ken Hoving with Let It Be Us.